This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. And I'm Elizabeth Lynch, his beautiful wife. <laughs> I just froze. <laughs> I don't think I'm that... shocked I didn't dream about that last night because I didn't, but like So I just I just played so we're talking about Squid Game, the Korean drama on Netflix. And I just played the green, red light green light music, but I don't know if it got picked up, but that's what I played. <laughs> um maybe I'll edit it in. Maybe that's the thing I could do. <laughs> yeah, it's all I've heard for like weeks, and that that song. That song. Yeah. Oh my really? gosh. Okay, I have a question. Where are you hearing this? What things do you follow <laughs> that I had no idea what Squid Game was? Or was about i've never seen a meme for it like nothing so this came out probably two weeks ago at this point um by the time this episode comes out maybe two and a half or three weeks so we're a little bit behind i had heard of it only after it had aired on netflix mm-hmm. um, it was not heavily advertised in the united states or almost anywhere outside of south korea it was so it was all word of mouth mm-hmm. and it just like built up over its first week and just became this crazy thing and every single thing i see oh especially on tiktok okay i'm not on tiktok oh oh my god every trend now is something involving squid game really it's the red light green light game it's another game that they play in the second episode all the music are like the top trending music things that you can add to your TikToks. At at one point I was scrolling and I'm not kidding, like 12 to 15 in a row just by chance were all about Squid Game. Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just like the trends and people theorizing about what it all meant and the finale and all this other stuff. So do you feel like you've had things spoiled for you? I have not. Oh, okay. The only thing I've had spoiled is I know one of the other games they play. Because, you know, the other day I had to mute Great British Baking Show on Instagram because I think it's like a week behind on Netflix. Oh. Then, like, it is in the UK, I think. I don't know if that's true, but I, like, panicked for a second. And I was like, I don't want to find anything out. And, like, that's Great British Bake Off, which, like, I know (laughs) what they're baking. I just don't know who's going to go home. Yeah, yeah. So... Like, that's not as intense as, like, getting... Like, I'd live if that got spoiled for me. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, so I just looked up a couple things today just to put into perspective how massive this show is right now. So it's the first Korean drama to reach Netflix top 10 on a global scale. It reached number one in 90 countries, including 
the United States and the UK. And, you know, I follow all the Netflix accounts from our tribe by pilot on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. usually when there's a big show, it'll be number one in like a couple of the major markets, but never all of them. And so this one was number one when I saw it two weeks ago in every major market except for India, it was like number two or three. And then this week, it was still number one in every single market, including India. Wow. Which also never happens. It never lasts as number one in all the countries, like over the course of more than one week. That's crazy. So that's never happened before? Nope. I'm trying to think of like, you know, like Queen's Gambit got really big, really fast, but not even... I don't think it was like this. Yeah. And again, Netflix didn't invest into marketing this show. And so it's all just word of mouth and like viral... I'm so surprised, just judge, judging off of the pilot, that they didn't. I mean, good for them that they didn't have to spend yeah. the money on doing it. But like, I like spoiler alert. This was a great pilot. So like, I'm shocked <laughs> that someone at Netflix didn't watch this and say like, this is it. Like, this is gonna yeah. be huge. Yeah. <laughs> but so another fun little tidbit I I found. In South Korea, it was so popular that there was a surge of network traffic, which caused South Korea's broadband company to sue Netflix, seeking monetary damages to pay for uh, the increased usage and all the maintenance costs associated with the program. Like it's costing them a shit ton of money. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they're not going to win, but. They're suing Netflix? Yeah, because of all the usage of their broadband from people watching Squid Game. <laughs> I know it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but that's got to be like finite in some way. Like people aren't going to like just keep watching it and keep watching it and keep watching it. Like it's eventually it ends. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's so weird. Would they had to like keep on like, like it just kept crashing. So they had I to like guess, have people fix it. I suppose. Hmm, I wish I had a better understanding of all and how the, that uh, worked. The Korean presidential election is in 2022 and so several of the candidates have been using squid game imagery in their political ads and like challenging their opponents to games and all this Yikes. other stuff yeah yeah <laughs> um but apparently like they're talking about squid game as they reference like their platform as it relates to economic disparity because apparently the show gets into, into that a little bit more okay. <laughs> so it's Wow. It's like a massive, massive cultural worldwide thing right now. It's just so funny because when you mentioned it, like, surprise, surprise, I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. And when I saw the picture on it, like, it's like someone like in like a hoodie and a mask. And like, I was just like, oh, "Oh, cool. Pink pink jumpsuit guys. You know, robot weird thing going on. (laughs) Not at all. Like, I mean, it's just... Well, let's get into it. Were you let's... glad I didn't tell you what it was about? Because I asked you beforehand. I was like, do you want to know or do you want to just go in blind? Yeah, I'm glad I just went in blind. Yeah. I don't always feel that way. But for this show, I just liked it being new because I really yeah. enjoyed it. So, um, <laughs> having so, no expectations whatsoever. That's funny. And I mean, we can talk about this more later, obviously, but. Uh, when I was posting on social media for our foundation episode, uh, John Irons, host of Captain Game Show, asked if we were watching Squid Game or if we planned to review the pilot. And I said, yeah, we're going to do it for this week, but I don't have high hopes that Elizabeth's going to like it. He goes, honestly, neither do I. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, we'll get, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So it starts off with a flashback to 
this man's childhood as he narrates it's in black and white and he talks about the titular squid game <laughs> one, one week since i've mentioned titular <laughs> and you know two teams would try to get past each other to step on a certain spot you know it's just these like six boys like you know roughhousing a little mm-hmm. bit but pl- playing this game and then we come to present day and we meet siang who seems to be like quite a piece of shit son yeah. He, he's in like his 30s or 40s, living with his elderly mother who is leaving for work after giving him money to take his daughter to a birthday dinner. And when she leaves, he finds and steals her hidden debit card. Mm-hmm. And after almost getting locked out of the ATM, gets a bunch of money with his buddy and heads to gamble at the off-track betting place. Yeah. His mother, meanwhile, is going out to like do like physical labor like she's going to like clean houses or something yeah and so you know we see him get like frustrated as he loses but then eventually he hits it big on one of them by playing his daughter's birthday numbers six and eight and he wins what amounts to like twelve thousand us dollars so he tips the clerk and he goes outside only to find a bunch of goons heading towards him because he owes their boss big money from gambling yeah and so he runs turns a corner and knocks into a young woman and they both like fall over and so he apologizes but then gets caught by these guys and so they bring him into the bathroom beat the shit out of him and he's like wait i really have the money this time and he realizes it's gone and he's like oh this girl must have must have been a pickpocket and i knew by the way yeah yeah and so he's threatened and told that if he doesn't get the money back by next month they're going to take his kidney and one of his eyes to sell to like pay off his debts And so he has to go ask for his tip back from the clerk. Just like absolutely like pathetic dude. Yeah. Uh, And then... Ten dollars. Ten dollars, Like now he literally has nothing and he still has to take his daughter out. Right. So then he's desperately trying to win his daughter something at like the claw game. And he's like losing and he's just like just angry and pathetic. And some little kid helps him and ends up winning him this wrapped gift box. Mm -hmm. And so he's like celebrating with this little kid. I, I I should mention... You know, I'm saying he says this and I'm saying it in English. We watch this in Korean with English subtitles. Right. Which is also another huge thing going around online is don't watch this with English dubs. Apparently they are awful. And it's like a completely different show with a different feel. And like, it's just bad. I don't want to go back and watch the pilot that way just to see. (laughs) I mean, I always suggest that unless you have like some reason that you can't read the subtitles or something like always just watch with the fucking subtitles (laughs) so he's at dinner with his daughter and she opens up the box and there is a gun in the box (laughs) it looks like a real gun yeah there's like no orange tip i was like what the hell but it turns it turns out to be a lighter and so he's like oh you know i'll hold on i'll hold on to this until you're a little bit older (laughs) obviously he had no idea what it was and then she's about to tell him something but hesitates a little bit until he drops her off later at his ex-wife's house and then he goes to take the train home misses it and while he's waiting on a bench he's approached by this well-dressed man in a suit who asks him if he wants to play a game each round whoever wins gets x amount of money it was a hundred thousand won so what does that translate to it's 84 dollars and 15 cents okay and you know it's just this game it, it basically looks like two bean bags or like two like envelopes. Of, like envelopes 
and you just have to peg the other person's on the ground and make it flip over to the other side. Yeah. And so he loses and the man's like, if you don't have money, you can pay with your body. I get to slap you instead of you paying up. Mm -hmm. And so we just see Siyong getting slapped over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> His like face is just beat red until finally he wins a round. And he's like all like pumped adrenaline's going. He goes to smack this guy and the guy grabs his hand. He goes, no, remember we're playing for money. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> like he was just so into it at that point. Um, and so he gets this money and the guy tells him, you know, you can win much more than this. If you can win some games over a few days, let me know if you're interested. And he like just shrugs him off. But then the guy reveals, he knows all this stuff about him. Yeah. And so he gives him his card it's got just like a triangle, a circle, and a square on the back mm -hmm. and his number. Quick aside. Okay. The number that they originally filmed on this business card was a real number that they just made up, but actually belongs to a man in South Korea. And so for a while, he was getting 4,000 calls a day from people. <laughs> oh my gosh. They don't have the trick of the 555. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Netflix has since taken it off, like edited it out. Oh, my God. <laughs> but people were calling up like, you know, probably mostly not this, but some people were calling up like wanting to join the game, like thinking it was a real thing that you could do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I mean, if Netflix had put any effort into uh, marketing it, maybe they would have done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was that show we watched that had like the game that like ended up not being that interesting, but like it was like a game you could play? Oh, man with uh, Jason Guy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Tales Anything. from Elsewhere. Dispatches from Dispatch Elsewhere. Yeah, Dispatches from Elsewhere. <laughs> so Siang kind of, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't think much of it. Like, he's just going to ignore this guy. And so he's riding high on the way home. He's got at least a little bit of money. And then him and his mom are eating, and she reveals that his ex-wife and his daughter are moving to the United States with her stepfather and the mom's like very upset about this she says you know i already spoke to the boy upstairs who knows about law and he said if a father can prove he's financially stable he could be granted custody back and so later that night he's looking through like old photos on his phone of him and his daughter mm -hmm. and he pulls out the business card and calls up the number and so like in the middle of the night he gets picked up by this van and is immediately gassed and put to sleep in the van and we see the driver is wearing this pink jumpsuit with a mask and a big O on it, a big circle on it. Mm -hmm. This is like the iconic imagery that like is going around on social yeah. media, like these masks with like the different shapes. It's going to be like the Halloween costume this year, I oh, guess. That was another uh, thing yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> like someone's walking to like the Halloween party, like all cocky, like with his cool uh, squid game costume. And he walks in and literally every single every person has this <laughs> the pink jumpsuit on. So he wakes up amongst hundreds of people sleeping in bunks in this giant room. Bunks made out of like that, like metal shelving. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like. So it's like five or six yeah. beds in one. And so it turns out there are 456 of them in total. He's number 456. Mm -hmm. And he ends up talking to number one, an elderly man who has a brain tumor and like some other tragic backstory stuff. And we see in a surveillance room all of these pink jumpsuit suited staff watching over everyone. Mm -hmm. 
And then we see the female pickpocket from earlier getting into it with some like thug with a face tattoo, like a face and neck tattoo. Mm -hmm. Apparently she used to work for him. Yeah. And they had some beef. They had some beef, yeah. And then a bunch of the pink jumpsuit guys come out. I don't know what to call them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their name what they <laughs> The staff, called. the staff of yeah. this uh, place. And, you know, they reveal that everyone there is in debt, on the edge and desperate. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, eventually it's revealed. The first game's going to start soon. Everyone has to sign a waiver, get their photo taken. And then they start walking through this, like, colorful labyrinth of, like, stairs and, like, weird yeah. structural things. And everyone walks out into a giant courtyard with, like, massive walls. And this this whole time we see, like, the leader, or at least the leader at this facility, wearing a black polyhedral mask. Mm -hmm. And now he sits down. He makes a call. And it's like, you know, we're ready to start. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he's talking to his boss or somebody else. And he sits down to watch as the first game begins. And you can kind of tell, like... The walls are like, it's like a backdrop. Like right. Where they're in, it's like a backdrop of outside. Right. Yeah, but it's just a big cement wall. Yeah. And the first game is green light, red light. And there's a big, creepy mechanical doll on the other side with a tree behind her. And so the rules are explained over PA. This woman's voice comes on. And so, you know, when she turns her head... Green light, you can go. Mm -hmm. When she turns around, red light, you have to stop. If you get caught, you get eliminated. And if it takes you five minutes, you have to cross the finish line after five minutes, before yeah. five minutes is up. And so she turns her head, says green light, and everyone starts to run. But the guy in front stumbles a bit when she turns back around. And we hear a loud noise, and he falls to the ground. And then she turns again, green light, and the second guy goes up like, hey, you're eliminated, dipshit, and sees this guy spit up blood. So now this guy panics and turns as he gets shot in the back of the head and his blood sprays all over this woman. Yeah. And she just screams and then like just it's fucking chaos. Because <laughs> now everyone realizes what's going on and like that right. eliminated means you're getting shot by like snipers. Right, right. And so like half the people at least try to run back and start banging on these doors, but they're just getting picked off, like mm -hmm. sniped in the head through the chest. And, you know, they show close-ups of the robot's eyes, like, bzz, like motion detecting. Yeah. And, you know, the walls have, like, little tiny cutouts where you're, you see, like, the muzzles of the snipers come out. Mm -hmm. And so the dust finally settles, and a woman comes over the PA again, PA again and says, I'll repeat the rules. <laughs> and so she repeats them twice, and everyone is still just, like, frozen in fear, except the super old guy, when the doll turns around again, he starts to, like, move. Yeah. He's like, fuck this, I'm going. Yeah. Um, and so after like two times, everyone like slowly starts to follow him, re you know, realizing this game's only five minutes and there's like two something left at this yeah. point. And then the guy watching from upstairs takes his little remote out and presses play and his little jazz jukebox thing with like little figurines starts to play. Yeah, it was like <laughs> a little like toy like scene i guess yeah. i don't know how to explain it you were like oh i want that i kind of wanted it yeah because <laughs> it's got the guy like playing the drums and then the little saxophone yeah and so we listen to a, like a little jazzy version of fly me to the moon as this guy like sips whiskey and people are just slaughtered every time they like you yeah. know stumble or get, or get caught moving 
And so Siang is almost to the finish line at this point that others have already started to cross, including one of his childhood friends. Yeah, like they ran into each other there. Yeah. Um, and he had just been talking to his mom, to this guy's mom. Yeah. Um, and he was just like, oh, just like assuming that this guy was so successful. Like, so when he saw him, he's like, what are you doing here? Right. So he's starting to go, but he trips on someone's arm as red light is announced and the mm-hmm. head starts to turn and you're like, oh shit. Yeah. But someone grabs him by the collar, like as he's like, you know, 45 degree angle. Yeah. And so they're both just trying to stay frozen. You could see this guy just like tense and like trying to hold yeah. him up without moving at all. And finally the doll turns back around and they both like compose themselves and rush and dive over the finish line just as time expires. I mean, just hurling your body. I thought in that moment, I was like, I've never been able to like slide or jump off a swing or anything. But like, (laughs) if I'm going to get shot, like who cares if I break my arm or something? Yeah. Of course, I'm just going to hurl my body. Yeah. And so... I mean, but we both know I would have been picked off early in this game. (laughs) And so there are others who didn't make it across in five minutes. And so they all just get assassinated. Yeah. Actually, I just want to amend that. I've played so many theater games that I think I would actually do very well. Like, I have pretty good control over my body. Like, I can freeze. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if one of the games is like Zip Zap Zop, then you'd probably be... Yeah. (laughs) And also this. Maybe. I, I wouldn't make the time. But right. I freeze every time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think the time is more the issue once you yes. realize. Yeah. <laughs> and so the first of six games is over as everyone like looks around at each other and we pan upward and we find that this like stadium courtyard is on some remote island in the middle of the ocean as the roof closes and it's all like camouflaged to look like trees. Yeah, it's like a completely like hidden world. Yeah. So Good luck. It's so fucking scary. Because first of all, it's like they're so remote. There's there's no saving them. Nobody knows they're there. Right. Like, it's just... Yeah, they've all had their wallet and cell phones taken. Yeah. Um, And so it's for, like, some undisclosed amount of money. Uh, one of the pink jumpsuit guys said, like, we'll reveal how much after the first game is over. And, like, this piggy bank lowers into, like, the bunk area where they're all sleeping. Mm-hmm. And right now it's empty, but I assume it's going to, like, fill up with money depending on... Yeah. How many people get eliminated or or something. So what did you think of Squid Game? I mean, what a mind fuck, <laughs> first of all. Like, I I mean, just the look on everyone's faces through that whole game. Yeah. It was like when they realized what was going on. And then when they got across and realized that they had all lived. Right, yeah. Through that game. Like, there was, like, terror on their face. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are we in for? Like, is this worth it? There's no getting out. Right. They're there. So they're either going to, like, win it or they're going to fucking die. (laughs) Yeah. So, or whatever, be tortured. I mean, that might have been, like, the most merciful thing to be shot in the first game. Yeah. But aside from that, I thought it was really good. Like, I, I liked it from, like, the very first scene yeah when he's describing the game even though i couldn't follow the game fully like what yeah. did you i was wondering i'm like oh bill's good yeah. at this he, yeah yeah so 
You're talking about the actual Squid Game? The actual Squid Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just like silly and complicated. Like you, you can only walk on one foot or unless you're granted the power to have sure? both feet. There's, it's like a game they just made up. I'm assuming. Aren't all know. games just games people have made up? Yeah, but it's just funny because it's a group of like 10 year old boys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, but yeah, I, I liked the feel of it the whole time. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect at all. But you know, I love when something is like really grounded in reality i didn't have to make believe anything or like you know what i mean like i didn't have to yeah. say like okay that's what this world is i mean in this world yeah it's very fucked up but all of it's real right right sure um i just really like that i like the way they like showed up you could tell that all of these people are so desperate like the the way they showed um, what was the main guy's name again? Siyoung. Siyoung. So the way they showed him, you know, clearly this guy is a gambling addiction. His mom has to try and pay off his debts. He doesn't get to see his daughter, right? Yeah. The high he got from winning all that money at the track was like the same as like when he got all the money from that guy after being like playing the game you know like right. you could kind of tell where he was just like first of all he wasn't going to give up because he could have gotten 85 dollars <laughs> right right so he just kept on going and he kept allowing himself to be slapped because like in his mind this payoff is so worth it yeah and then clearly what well, i mean he made a lot of money that night so it's like i, I don't know it's just like every single person that they picked has that same thing either like the desperation to pay off their debt yeah. or the same like problem with that you know yeah there was some chasing mon- that high they showed like the whole crowd a montage of like all of them just getting slapped by this guy yeah so like they all went through the same situation yeah i love that all of the protagonists are like down on their luck and like kind of in a shitty place maybe yeah. are shitty people for whatever reason and yet yeah, it's it was grounded in reality, but also still like very dramatic in the way it was shot. And mm-hmm. like a lot of like, you know, the set piece of this giant courtyard on a deserted island. And like, why the fuck do these guys have to wear pink jumpsuits and these like masks? Yeah. And like the black polyhedral mask. Like it's it's a little over the top, <laughs> a little over the top. Like that's fine sometimes. Yeah. Um. I know you were speaking more to like there was like no like weird fantasy sci-fi right. they were on <laughs> stuff. Earth. They were uh. on Earth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've read that the games themselves are like pretty simple. Like they're supposed to be kids' games, you mm-hmm. know, that anyone can understand. Um, but they keep that. But they kept them simple so you, they could develop these characters and like let you watch them, uh, which is nice. And I loved how tense it was. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I assume you're not going to kill off your main character in, at the end of the first episode. But, like, when he starts to trip, you're like, oh, shit. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, the guy who, like, didn't even know him. No. Just, I, I assume he just we'll, doesn't want to see this guy get yeah. shot in front of him. And you just see, like, his face, like. Urgh. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, like, his his childhood friend was behind him and, like, told him. He was like. Don't move your head, but I think that 
the doll is a motion detector, like stay behind somebody. Yes. So like that's their strategy for the first part until all those people get shot and <laughs> right. they don't have anyone to be behind anymore. Right. Yeah. So I assume that that nice tense feeling will carry through mm-hmm. the show. Um, I'd be okay if they toned down like so much blood spurting. Like yeah. so many, I mean, you know, whatever. This was like the biggest crowd, of course. Right. But like every time someone gets shot, you just see like this crazy amount of blood coming out yeah. of like a hole in their chest or whatever, <laughs> which is like fine. I don't, I don't mind a little bit of gratuitous violence, but like hopefully that gets. Yeah. We don't really need it. <laughs> tuned down just a little bit. I mean, I don't it was know. good for the pilot because I feel like it was just like, you're just seeing how high the stakes are here right. and like how brutal and like ruthless these people are. Right. You know, I mean, as if the slaps weren't bad enough, <laughs> you know, slaps are nothing, honey. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. And then when there's the mystery of who's running this whole thing, like, is it just like some sick perversion that someone has to like watch people get killed? Yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. I assume it's nobody that we've like met or know about. You don't think it's the guy in the brief with the briefcase? I think he was just, eh, maybe. But then why would it, why would wouldn't they show his face? We've already seen him, and like that's a natural leap to make. So I feel like it's, yeah, yeah. I feel like it would be somebody different. I think he's just like doing the dirty work, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say about this show. So you're going to continue to watch? I'm going to continue to watch it. Wow. I just think, I mean, I guess, like, if you are describing these scenes, then, yeah, it would make sense that you guys both thought that I wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> but they're just done so well. And yeah. I'm just really like that. I did have one comment, like, that kind of made me mad. And I don't want to, like, make it sound like I'm shaming anybody. But, like, I was, like, kind of annoyed that the grandma, like, I get it. She doesn't want to lose her granddaughter but, like, your son is a piece of shit in gambling debt. Like, there's a reason he doesn't get to see his daughter. Does it matter if he can, like, now make a living all of a sudden? No court is going to, like, and it's not fair. It's not fair to her to take oh, her away yeah, from her not. mother. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, like, she should be taken away from her father either. But, like, this is, like, a choice that he has made in a way. Mm-hmm. I get the gambling's an addiction. I'm not trying to like sound insensitive to his situation. It's just that like that is just a like so not going to happen anyway. <laughs> and B, it's just like, well, who the fuck? Now you're gonna step up. Yeah. Well, I, well, I don't know. I don't know what the culture there is like in Korea. Maybe the maybe the fathers have a better chance yeah. of getting custody. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that, that's what the grandma was making it seem like. Yeah. And, you know, she was saying, you know, if they go to go to America, you're not going to see her anymore. She's going to start speaking English. She won't mm-hmm. be able to speak Korean. You won't be able to connect with her. You'll just be a stranger to her. Yeah. Really laying it on thick. Yeah, she was. So do you recommend Squid Game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, as long as you're okay with lots of people getting shot. Yeah, this is very different <laughs> from the other Korean show that I was watching. Was it like some lovey dovey Crash thing? landing on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where the girl fell out of a, like, she, like, got swept up in a tornado and landed in North Korea. And then, like, the North Korean soldier was trying to help her. Oh, you described this to me before. But the yeah. episodes were so long that I just couldn't yeah. keep it up. South Korea is producing a lot of 
TV and film? Um, yeah, it's like pretty big. That I have heard of like other like fun shows that people have like definitely recommended. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I can't. I, <laughs> there's too much TV. Too much um, tuna. That it's sometimes hard to watch stuff with subtitles all the time. Yeah, true. You know, so. All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can go on to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe to the show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Bye. Bye. Watching